Yeah, definitely. It's going to make you feel tired, fatigued. You're not going to have any motivation. It also plays a part in blood sugar regulation. So we know that if our blood sugar is not stable or in some uh, nice, consistent level, we're going to have sugar cravings. We're going to have salt cravings. This is what happens. It's a roller coaster. If we go up, we have to come back down. And unfortunately, um, you know, that crash is where we end up getting into all these different types of cravings. So magnesium plays a very specific role in sugar balance, insulin um, resistance issues and stuff like that. That's my friend, Dr. Barb. She's a neuropathic doctor and in this episode, episode number five of the Mark Iron Method, she's going to show us in simple steps how to lower stress, inflammation and stop those cravings. So we're much more likely to hit our goals with that diet or whatever it is and maintain great moods and energy throughout the day. So without further ado, let's roll into episode five of the Mark Iron Method. All right, so welcome Dr. Barb, it's fantastic to have you here. And uh, what we wanna do today is help people with the stress response so they're not burning through you know, the emotional stress that we're experiencing this crazy time with the COVID-19 and try and help the, the listeners with immunity and staying out of the stress response because as we know, that just greatly diminishes our immunity. So where do you think is an appropriate place to start with that Dr. Barb? Um, well, first of all, with the stress response, um, lifestyle factors are always the number one way we have to um, deal with that. Um, and when we're talking about lifestyle factors, we're just talking about proper sleep, proper nutrition, um, the amount of exercise we get, and obviously then our stress management. So um, that is definitely the first place you want to start because all of those impact your immune system and all of those impact the way we, um, how our stress response actually presents. So um, I definitely would start with, you know, making sure we get adequate sleep seven to nine hours every night, um, eating a balanced and uh, whole foods diet. Um, Obviously, taking a, a vitamin mineral supplement may also be beneficial for us. Um, and then, of course, um, you know, looking at how we can manage that stress response. So that's where I would start. And then from there, definitely look at um, other avenues such as supplementation and making sure that we do have adequate vitamin mineral status um, and even food homeostasis. Absolutely. Uh, on Instagram there, I see you talk a lot about magnesium and how important that is. Can you just outline a few of the, the, the benefits, I guess you could say, for magnesium? Uh, how, how it can drive into better health and also better brain function and staying out of a stress response? Right. So magnesium is actually involved in over 700 different types of reactions in the body. So Basically, everything that our body has to do has to have magnesium in order for it to work properly. Uh, the problem is, due to our depleted soils and due to the fact that 
there are probably 12 to 15 really great reasons why magnesium does get depleted in the body. Most of us are magnesium deficient. So when we're looking at it from the stress response, magnesium is needed to blunt that response, but excessive stress also depletes magnesium. So That's we're kind true. of in this teeter-totter. Um, and so we need to be supplementing magnesium. Unfortunately, our foods today don't hold the same magnesium values or levels than they did even 25 years ago. Yeah. And this is just to, to soil and, you know, just reduced over farming and stuff like that. So um, it becomes important that we uh, take a supplement for magnesium because we can't get what we need um, from our food. Yeah. Well, I've seen some uh, scientists talk about, that magnesium is bound to ATP, which is basically our energy throughout the day. It, so if we were lacking magnesium, would it be fair to say that if we'll be feeling tired and uh, that will make us have cravings and reach for junk food and things like that? Yeah, definitely. It's gonna make you feel tired, fatigued. You're not gonna have any motivation. It also plays a part in blood sugar regulation. So we know that if our blood sugar is not stable or in some uh, nice, consistent level, <laughs> we're going to have sugar yeah. cravings. We're going to have salt yeah. cravings. This is what happens. It's a roller coaster. If we go up, we have to come back down. And unfortunately, yeah. um, you know, that crash is where we end up getting into all these different types of cravings. So magnesium plays a very specific role in yeah. sugar balance, insulin um, yeah. resistance issues and stuff like that. I've also noticed that the foods that we crave ironically don't have a lot of magnesium in it. So if we've got low energy and we go to junk food, it's, it's not going to help us whatsoever. It could just bring us up temporarily and crash us back down again. That'd be a fair right. call. Right. Yeah. So most of the foods that we're craving are usually salt, sugar, and bad fats. <laughs> um, <laughs> Those are the foods that, um, you know, they alter and play with because they become addictive and it activates our reward pathway in the brain. And so right. we, we like that, you know, it makes us feel good. It makes us, mm. you know, get that burst of energy. But mm. at the same time, when the crash happens, we're just going back for the reward. The problem with that is right. we'll need more and more every single time. Yeah, that's a great insight. So every time we go back for that junk food, our reward pathway triggers a habit, a stress habit to, to basically go for that junk food again. But right. unfortunately, as I've learned, most of that junk food is highly inflammatory. So that's just yeah. going to make you tired and uh, make you want to, I guess, go home and to the couch and just quit for Do the that. day. Yeah. Right. And Usually when we have um, blood sugar issues, so when our sugars in our blood are not stable, um, that creates an inflammatory response. And it gets very scientific because it breaks down some molecules and we won't get yeah. into that. But um, what that actually does is it creates an inflammatory state. And now our immune system is activated because it's saying, uh-oh, there's something going on here and we have to come out and we have to put out this fire. Um, and so if we are in a chronic state of this for a roller coaster of blood sugar, our immune system is up and down. Our inflammation is through the roof and yeah, we're, we're going to burn out 
and that'll lead us to disease, illness, autoimmunity, that kind of stuff. Yeah, so this is just one thing that we get through diet and it can cause all those things. So I would imagine that vitamins and minerals are extremely important if you want to have a consistent day where you've got energy, where you feel good. So that would, um, I guess, at the feel-good hormones and endorphins that we produce would, would certainly need all these vitamins and minerals, would it? Yeah, the, um, the endorphins are obviously not going to, I mean, the, the reward pathway does have endorphins in there. That, yeah. That's what makes us feel good when we eat the sugar and the salt. Yeah. But if we didn't have the craving, if we back up and we don't have the craving, that same reward pathway isn't activated to the same degree. So yeah. we really have to move backwards and start with, a, a, a solid diet and a solid, um, you know, ratio of vitamins and minerals in order to not get to the point where we are having. Right. So basically it's a foundation where your body has everything that it needs so you can perform throughout the day consistently. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that, that makes yeah. a lot of sense. <laughs> it it yeah. certainly it connects the dots for me to understand why I get cravings because if the body's experiencing scarcity, it's going to go for cravings, but unfortunately the junk food is just too close, too easy to get to. And it's right. devoid of all these vitamins and minerals. And so it just, the circle just keeps continuing. So. Right. And along, alongside the vitamins and minerals, like we, we need to have a, a balanced diet, even when it comes to like the macronutrients. Right. So right. we want to make sure that our diet isn't like predominantly carbohydrate because that's going to drive that pathway again. And it's going to, you know, release those receptors and want us to like, you know, we're going to feel good and comforted by those carbohydrates. And we're going to then tend to lead to eating more of these types of foods. And those types of foods are usually not that nutritionally um, dense for us. Exactly. So I guess the take home from vitamins and minerals could be that it, triggers dopamine, the reward pathway to create habits to go for junk food, which is not going to fix the problem. The foundation, I believe, would be to have everything that our body needs to function throughout the day consistently. And then we won't be distracted by these cravings to go for junk food, which, you know, after we eat it, I mean, it feels good at the time. We feel fantastic, but then we come crashing back down and we're triggered by dopamine, again, the reward pathway to feel good, to go reach for junk food to continue and continue. Exactly. And then it just becomes a vicious cycle, right? Yeah, Cause it's just yeah. like, we're just going through the same motions and the same yeah. phases. It's just, it gets worse. Yeah. Um, but the cycle is continuous. It doesn't yeah. change. Yeah. yeah. So where do fats play into this? What's your take on healthy fats, bad fats and fats in general? Fats are, healthy fats are definitely a key component and should be a key component in the diet. Um, You know, when we're looking at polyunsaturated fats, um, we want to be careful there. Some of those aren't the best, but you know, some of them are still like nuts and seeds. Some of them are polyunsaturated and there's nothing wrong with that. Um, The vegetable oils we have a problem with, Um, but also the omega-3 um, essential fatty acids are really good for us. And, you know, they help reduce inflammation. They help to activate that pathway that helps to reduce inflammation. And unfortunately, um, we don't get enough of those. And so 
that becomes an issue. And so in the population today, we also have what's called omega-6 essential fatty acids, um, which you know are your vegetable oils. It's a lot in a lot of processed foods. It's in a lot of um, you know fast food, um, and in some nuts and seeds as well. But our ratios are so off kilter, um, which creates a, a whole problem downstream with inflammation. Yes, right. I've noticed that um, the omega six to three ratio is a big, big problem when it gets above. I think ten to one from the what I've looked at the research. And um, what I found is that omega-6 is everywhere. It's just, yeah. it's just in every uh, fast food, junk food that we go through, it's, it's yeah. just that's what's there. And yeah. if we have tendencies to go towards junk food, that ratio creeps up and up and up. So right. what, what actually happens when the, the ratio gets a bit too high, omega-6 to 3, those essential fatty acids? So we have to first, I guess, just – so omega-6s are more – pro-inflammatory so they create inflammation and then omega-3s are more anti-inflammatory so they help kind of reduce that inflammation so and it's funny that you say 10 to 1 um in canada we're looking at a 20 to 1 ratio um of what people are consuming on omega-6s to omega-3s and as soon as that happens we do look at um obviously a higher inflammation state because we're getting more of those inflammatory components. Um, and then the omega sixes also um, increase, like they were doing studies, whereas as omega sixes rose, the levels of obesity rose. Right. And that was a direct relation to the inflammation that was being caused by the omega sixes. I guess um, inflammation is extremely draining with energy. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, and then if we look at it from like the um, endocannabinoid uh, system, it omega six will actually impact the signaling of that system and not make it work as efficiently as it should be, which then leads to increased inflammation and mood. It impacts mood, so mood a lot well. of depression and anxiety they're now starting to realize is coming from this aspect. Right. Okay. So it's, it's a complex thing. It, it, um, I guess the listeners probably wouldn't understand the ratio in too in depth, but the, the, the take home is, is that there's a big juxtaposition. You've got omega six really high and a, and omega three really low. And if you think right. about it from an inflammatory standpoint, if you've got a 20 to one ratio, you're 20 times more likely to produce inflammation. Is that right? Right. Yeah. Right. I mean, in my practice, I do practice like, when I see those types of ratios, my goal is to get people to a three to one. And I've even seen two to one, but, um, and you know, that's going to make a dramatic difference when we're looking at inflammation. Um, if you're sitting at 20 to one, but yes, it's basically 20 times the inflammation that you should, um, not be getting. Right. I I guess it signals pain as well too. So if you've got a niggling, tennis elbow or some kind of joint pain is going to hit that harder all the time. Or it could actually create that joint pain. Right. Yeah. Right? So it so could create it's so much inflammation. It's going to attack the healthy tissue, yeah. right? Cause the immune system is now at a point where it doesn't know what to do anymore. It's just been right. activated so many times that, you know, it's kind of like the story of um, you know, the 
crying wolf story where, yeah. you know, every time he cries wolf and then when there's really a wolf, it doesn't work, right? And right. so this is our immune system. We keep activating, activating, activating it that when we actually need it, it, it can't do its job because it's just so worn out it's starting to attack itself right yeah so i guess it would drive into arthritis and issues like that if it's going to be attacking the joints the um the collagen the tendons it could actually that high ratio could just spark that whole arthritis is that right right so on a on a lower level yes you could definitely have more joint pain muscle pain um you could also see weight gain these are kind of like the minor um, things and then if we take that to the next level obviously autoimmune disease right? right i guess that would drive up stress hormones like cortisol as well yes yeah yeah that's um that's not a good situation to be in so that's going to happen not just you know here and there that would be chronic all the time would that be right when you've yes. got a high ratio so people yes. could be struggling being tired have joint pain and wake up in the morning be stiff and so on it could be all stem to this high ratio right and usually like once inflammation does its damage it's usually the chronic low-grade inflammation and for a long time we don't feel the inflammation right so yeah. it's kind of below the pain threshold right. and it's, it's kind of burning and burning and burning and then one day like you say you're gonna get up and you're gonna be like oh my goodness like all my joints hurt, or you know yeah. my knee hurt or my hips it usually goes into like the larger joints yeah um but yeah it doesn't give us like a lot of the times it's very silent um and we don't yeah. really see it or experience it um until it gets to the point where it's actually damaging tissue right yeah i've also I've, i saw a research paper from professor sapolsky where he said that pain inflammation or high cortisol it's going to actually inhibit the production of a lot of our feel-good hormones and because we don't feel good we have vices and i guess the junk food is um going to be one of those vices that temporarily makes us feel good but it's going to add more fuel to the fire right and even with cortisol um once cortisol is elevated cortisol regulates our inflammation and <laughs> our immune system that's its job it has right. so many jobs as well i mean we look at cortisol as being a bad hormone but it's really not a bad hormone it's a bad hormone if it's elevated and consistently on alert all the time right. but cortisol regulates inflammation and yeah. our immune system so if you've got elevated cortisol all the time it can't do its job so and yeah correct uh that makes a lot of sense and also that wouldn't allow melatonin to come on you know towards the end of the day so you sleep deeply right right so you're now you're gonna have like not a very good sleep and yeah. you know <laughs> we're back to you know yeah. sleep also if we don't sleep enough our immune system is not functioning the way it should be and our yeah. inflammatory state goes up yeah, so that lifestyle that's you know, bad food, you are what you eat, is literally true. Like these fats become a part of your cells, they signal inflammation. When the ratio is too high, you've got more aches and pains, you're not, you, you feel tired, you want to go home, you just, it's just a complete mess and it just fuels and drives itself because people just don't understand that 
what, number one, what we first talked about, vitamin, vitamins and minerals are the foundation to keep all these systems turning. But if we have these ratios of omega-6 to 3 out of whack, our whole body doesn't work the way it's been, it's evolved or designed to, to operate. So we're, we're, we just can't operate the way we want to and we are capable of. Right. And it's always like we're playing catch up, right? So yeah. this is how our, our, our whole body is functioning during this time. It's just yeah. always playing catch up. The so, problem is it's going to break down. Yeah. <laughs> Eventually. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, yeah. Um, I know this all too well. How do you get back? Is it difficult? Does it take long to get the ratio back to where our ancient genes thrive and expect it to be? Um, it's going to take some work for sure. I yeah. usually tell patients we have to do three months, like because yeah. our bodies have to readapt and it has to, I mean, especially when we have inflammatory loads that are high, um, they didn't happen overnight. They're not going away overnight. This yeah. is you know, when we have inflammatory loads that are high, these are, this has been happening over months. Um, so I always say to them, you know what, it's three months, three months of hard work for us to actually see a difference. But most times they're noticing differences within a couple of weeks. Couple like of weeks, noticing yeah. minor differences. Um, in the black and white, like if we look at CRP levels, um, which are inflammatory levels, or the ESR, which is also a measure of inflammation, those take about three months to actually see visible good changes. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. So in a couple of weeks, you can start feeling a lot better. But I guess because we're, we've lowered inflammation, we've lowered cortisol, and we're starting to get good sleep now because cortisol is kind of basically following the circadian rhythm, which is what it should do. Right. Right. Yeah. And so, yeah, so most times they notice like if they've had like aches and pains, those seem to kind of be less. Um, they also notice they're not as fatigued. This is the big yeah. thing that they notice. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. When you've got energy, you feel good. So <laughs> yeah. you do, you do well. Yeah. Yeah. And when you start getting that positive feedback, it's, it's, it becomes a lifestyle very quickly, I would assume. Yeah, they don't want to go back to feeling the way they came right. in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, no. And I find too, like I, most of my patients, um, unless there is a kidney issue, um, I put them all on magnesium um, because I feel like it's the one mineral that does so many jobs mm. and that we're all lacking. So right away when I put them on that, they feel that in like three, four days. Like right, yeah. Um, and we start slow, like we start low. We don't, I don't mass, you know, um, do dose the, the magnesium because I don't think you need to, but um, yeah, they definitely have some type of improvement in like a couple of days from just magnesium. Yeah, like magnesium is also, I think, involved in every DNA repair enzyme. So, you know, how important is that? I mean, <laughs> if you don't have magnesium, you don't have energy and your DNA repair work isn't being done as it should. Right. And even um, one of the biggest things, like, I don't know about you in Australia, but in Canada, we have a big problem with vitamin D deficiency. Right. Yeah. And vitamin D, um, you know, we don't get a lot of sun. We have sun for about three, four months and then <laughs> winter and yeah. cold all the other stuff. But anyway, um, so yeah, so a lot of us have vitamin D deficiency. 
But in order for vitamin D to become active in the body, it needs magnesium to convert that vitamin D into its active form. And vitamin D plays a big part in immune health. It plays a big part in a lot of different functions in the body. So, um, you know, and because most people are magnesium deficient, they're also vitamin D deficient. Of course. Um, Isn't vitamin D needed, well, the vitamin D receptor to convert tryptophan, the amino acid, into serotonin for the brain? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, you know. So it plays a big part in mood, right? So yeah. Anxiety, those types of things. Yeah. yeah. So if you yeah. if you've got vitamins and minerals on board where they should be, you've got a pretty good chance that you're going to be making better choices. You're going to be feeling a lot better because you're producing all these um, you know, serotonin. You're also repairing your DNA. You've also got energy. So it's a huge step in the right direction. Definitely, definitely, because it affects pretty well all of your systems. Right. Yeah. It's not just one compartment. Yeah. It's everything so it definitely is an entire picture that gets corrected yeah and i guess when you get the mega 63 ratio back uh painkillers wouldn't be so frequently used or needed right and so what happens with when i see levels of that that they're obviously complaining of serious joint pain and so NSAIDs are like the number one um over-the-counter medication that these people are using um and of course that's a whole nother video on what that does to our body Um, but you know it's not good they come with side effects and long-term use even worse but yes getting them off of those NSAIDs is like a priority because that's just adding fuel to the fire yeah i've heard that it um kidney disease it can also uh interrupt the, the flow of blood and it, um, upregulate thromboxane, which co- coagulates the blood because it's, it's not allowing a certain enzyme to work. So NSAIDs are a pretty serious issue if you're using them chronically because your omega-6 to 3 ratio is signaling more pain. Right. And they also screw up our gut. So really? lo- lots of ulcers, lots of gastric stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Okay. <laughs> okay. Totally. Yeah. 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 Anybody who has like, um, you know, gastric ulcers or even um, like chronic heartburn, those types of things, they've usually had a a serious NSAID use history. Yeah. Yeah. And it's um, the unfortunate thing is when we feel pain, we want to be comforted and move away from that pain. And generally we we reach for comfort food and sit on the couch and uh, watch Netflix (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and right. make it make it worse the next day we've we still got the same or worse inflammation that we started with right and i mean just going back on NSAID, they're one of the biggest risk factors for leaky gut and what does leaky gut do right inflammation inflammation right? systemic inflammation everywhere yeah yeah so I've, that's I, a big thing yeah i saw a research paper that said when we have inflammation it switches the brain onto a state that scientists call avoidance and alarm. So those two words alone, low and, you know, chronic inflammation, if your brain's in avoidance, wants to go home to the cave and recover and alarm, I guess negative thoughts are plaguing people. So, I mean, we, we, if you get the vitamins and minerals right and start working with a doctor to get your omega-63 ratio back to where it needs to be, we're going to feel a whole lot better fast. Right. Right. And sometimes that involves taking an omega-3 supplement because 
when they're in that state, it's chronic and it's big and we can't, we, it's hard to get that volume through food. So, you know, sometimes, you know, I have to use a omega-3 supplement, a liquid supplement, a fish oil or fish oil capsules or something like that to kind of stimulate that, um, anti-inflammatory pathway to kind of calm that inflammation. Um, and, and we do dose that fairly high initially, um, and then work our way down from there. Excellent. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's, you know, that's gotta be very helpful to the listeners. I mean, and it's really simple stuff too, isn't it? I mean, what goes into the body affects the body profoundly. Exactly. You don't need expensive, yeah. um, you know, supplements that you have to go and hunt for. Usually everything you need is, is not far from you. Um, yeah. And you just, you know, I often say to my patients, if you start with the basics, and then if we have to, we, I mean, obviously if they're coming in in chronic pain, we do supplement because it's just, it gives that extra helping hand, but it really goes back to making sure your lifestyle factors are on par. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. And when we're in pain and inflammation, we, we make really bad choices and make it worse. Right. right. And I always say to them, you know what, I don't want to give you this supplement and then you just go home and go, okay, I can take yeah. this just keep <laughs> eating the way I'm doing. Right. Yeah. That doesn't work. Yeah. Um, yeah. it's not that work. So mm. you have to make that change and, and stick with that change. And the supplements are there for that extra helping hand. It's yeah. not, they're not magic pills that allow you to just go out and, you know, yeah. eat you're eating or live the life that you were living. Mm. It's just a lever that we can use to strategically get there faster and feel better quicker. Right. Right. I mean, sometimes it's just, it's more concentrated. It's, obviously in, in better quality and quantity, yeah. um, we sometimes, sometimes can get in food, just like magnesium. It's very hard to get it in food in the right amount. Yeah. yeah. And plus you've talked about that, uh, the soil's a bit depleted of magnesium and that uh, translates to our foods as well. Right. So how we lose magnesium from the body is through sweat. Yeah. Alcohol. Alcohol. Through, yeah. <laughs> stress through medications, right? So there's Mm -hmm. a lot of different ways that we lose magnesium. And if we're not somehow building it back up, we're going to be in a deficient state and that's not going to fare well. Would it be a fair um, call to say that, you know, when we have a lot of inflammation, we're creating a lot of metabolites in the body and that requires a lot of magnesium to burn through as well. So it's, if we're not getting enough magnesium, there's no way our energy can be where it needs to be. No, it's not. Yeah. And that is one of the first things that people will, there's two things actually that they'll, when you put somebody on a magnesium supplement, the first two things they say is they often feel like they're floating on a cloud because their nervous system has come down. And the second thing is they're energetic. Mm. Like their fatigue has lifted. So they, they don't need to have two naps a day, you know, or they don't feel like they're dragging themselves to the next thing in their life. So those are the two big things I often hear after putting on magnesium. So, yeah. And that's the, those are the systems that it kind of attacks right away, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It takes your energy offline because it knows you're, you're sick, you're inflamed. It wants you to go home to the cave, to the couch, to recover. But right. we choose work, you know, bad food and some alcohol will make it all worse. Right, right. Yeah. And I mean, it's, 
obviously life isn't completely perfect. There's, no. it's, you know, I always say progress, not perfection. <laughs> so if we yeah. can like live an 80, 20 lifestyle where we're eating really well, 80% of the time. And then of course we, you know, it's not like we're never going at, well, not that yeah. we're doing any of this right now, but <laughs> you know, Absolutely. we will we yeah. go out and we do, you know, have a glass of wine or something, but it's not the predominant part of our life. And that yeah. is what, um, you know, really we have to bring home to patients now. Yeah. 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 yeah that makes a, a lot of sense. <laughs> it's connected yeah. a lot of dots. Yeah. So yeah. Is, is there anything else you'd like to add? I think this has been absolutely, you know, connecting the dots and showing people that they can make a lot of change and it's not going to cost them anything. They just have to make better choices. What right. do you think else we can add to this? Um, well, obviously, I mean, it depends what your symptoms are, but I think, you know, just good stress management, you know, making sure that we are supporting the nervous system. So whether that's through, you know, a yoga practice or some meditation or, um, you know, maybe just having a hot Epsom salt bath, like whatever it is that you resonate with, that's definitely going to help matters. Um, but I think the big thing is, is we just really got to get a handle on our diet, make sure we're up to par on our vitamins and minerals, get our fats in order. Um, and then obviously do the lifestyle factors. So lifestyle factors yeah. Exercise, getting enough sleep and making sure our stress is under control. Yeah. 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 Well, that's, yeah. that's, that's great. Exercise is a big part of it too. Yeah. Yeah. Exercise yeah. is exercise can also make you not have cravings because it's going to better regulate and yeah. take that sugar out of the blood. Right. So yeah. um, it's going to come along and, and take that out. And it also gives you good, feel good hormones too. Right. Yeah. So without having <laughs> exactly. the, the chocolate or the chips yeah. or whatever. So yeah. Yeah. exercise is a fantastic thing. Mm. And, you know, I, I don't think that we look at exercise as a tool and a lever we can pull on. Yeah. You know, a lot of people are like, oh, I have to exercise because I don't want to gain weight. Well, that's great. It's it's going to be very helpful in that, but it also has so many other benefits. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, all right. Well, Dr. Barb, I think that's um, going to give our listeners, both yours and mine, a lot of information. Yeah. Not inflammation, I mean information. <laughs> no inflammation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And so they can start making better choices and connecting the dots to realize that it's not difficult to feel good. We just have to pull on a few levers and uh, make better choices. But I mean, I mean, the first couple of weeks will be difficult, but if you've got the support behind you, it's going to make it a lot easier. So that's right. That's right. Yeah. You want to make sure that your whole family is on board because <laughs> yeah. you don't want to be the only one. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, support and accountability is big. Yeah. It's big. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Wow. I mean, got a lot of power so this is a mark iron wrap up you can find more about the amazing dr barb my friend in the show notes below but um there's three important things that i learned from dr barb just then number one we've got to have what i now think of as workers and building materials so you know if you're trying to make hormones you need building materials. So these are fats coming into the body, but you also need workers, the vitamins and minerals to make that happen. So let's think about that. 
If that's happening 24 7, 365 days a year, you've got a much better chance of having stable mood, stable ev- stable, stable everything, energy. I mean, everything comes back online. So that's a huge insight. We've got to make sure that we, because the soil's depleted, we have to make sure that we've got these workers, vitamins and minerals, and also building materials, fats and amino acids in the system so that our our body has all the raw materials and workers to put everything together. Then we can have amazing moods and energy throughout the day. And the second thing I learned from Dr. Barb is that you know the older we get, the worse this inflammation becomes. So on screen there, as we can see, if we've got a high omega-6 to 3 ratio, and this is what I learned from Dr. Barb, right? So this is my take on it. If we've got a lot of omega-6, say a 20 to 1 ratio, and you know omega-3 is down here somewhere, it's going to fuel inf- inflammation because omega-6 is the one that comes out fighting, right? And that's what we want too. You know, don't don't get me wrong, we need omega-6 fighting our battles, taking out pathogens, bacterial infections, viral infections. I mean, this is 2020. This is the COVID, this is the COVID year, right? So we want that. But the scientists have shown us that we need it at a two to one, maybe three to one, but ideally a one to one ratio. So you think about that. You've got enough of the good stuff taking out the viral infections and the omega-3s come along and they enhance wound healing and resolve inflammation. So if we get it back here, that's beautiful. And as Dr. Barb said, it's just a, a matter of you know two, three months of having the right fats coming into the system and then that will fix itself. So as you can see, I, I put on screen there, if you're watching on YouTube or on my website, you'll see that it, it drives inflammation, it produces a lot more stress hormones, and it depletes serotonin. And our serotonin is extremely important for being happy, but also our executive brain. So we can do amazing work and be curious and things like that. So, you know, those are the two big takeaways. But the third big takeaway that I realize is, which is this, it's, it's a very serious topic. Because as this research paper shows that when you've got a high omega-6 to 3 ratio, you're much more, much more likely to, you know, have cardiovascular disease, cancer, inflammatory immune disease. You know, I had all this. I had asthma, arthritis, high blood pressure. But, you know, working with doctors like Dr. Barb, you can fix this and get back to help health you know, quite quickly. Now, as this research paper says here, a four to one ratio is associated with a 70% decrease in total mortality. And this is something you can do. It's just what foods you choose to put in your amazing body. And this research paper here, you know, I had arthritis and asthma. So a ratio of two or three to one suppressed inflammation in patients with rheumatoid arthritis. Now, if you know someone that's in pain, joint pain, I mean, this is absolutely key. Just refer them to this video or this podcast. Now, a five to one ratio had beneficial effects for people with asthma, like I had. I've been asthma free now for, for 28 beautiful months. But here's the problem, you see. The ratio of 10 to one had adverse consequences. Now, right there on screen, 
Where do you think you are? Have you been tested? Do you know where you are? It's a very simple test too. You know, a doctor like Dr. Barb can work this out for you, but you can also go online and uh, download, just you order this test, it costs about $60 Australian, and they send it to you in a kit, you get a, a pin, you prick your finger, you put it on a piece of the paper that they supply, you send it back to them a couple of weeks later, you know exactly what your results are, and then you can start moving in the right direction based on the foods that you choose to eat. So we've got a lot of power, you know, to have great moods, keep the energy where it needs to be, and protect ourselves from modern disease like asthma, allergies, arthritis, cancer, heart disease. And it all comes down to listening to these amazing doctors like Dr. Barb. So that's the Mark I method. Now, if you found this interesting, please give it a thumbs up and rate the podcast and also refer it to a friend. I mean, if, if they've got issues like this and they need to see how they can fix this, joint pain, if they're suffering with pain. So there it is. And make sure that you reach out to Dr. Barb and uh, let them know that uh, you saw this episode and yeah, it was on the Mark I method. So there it is. Again, if you like this, give it a thumbs up. It, I'd absolutely appreciate that. And uh, we've got a lot of power. Start pulling down on these levers of nutrition.